Well, hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast where we attempt to, well, accomplish things. At least that's the aim. Uh, my name is Rosemary Oshit and I'm joined by Scotty Jackson. Hey, Scotty, how are you today? Hi, uh, Rose. I am, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm not uh, amazing or super great, but I feel like we're going to talk about some things today that are going to that are going to help me out with that. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yes, we are. And before we dive into that, I would like to quickly mention uh, that if you would like to support the show, then you can find all of the stuff about us at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And of course, there is a, a an extra bonus for our supporters, which you can find out about at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. But in the meantime... So last time, Scotty, you talked about finding the fuel and, you know, that's finding the motivation and the energy to to do stuff generally and how, you you know, we can get the ball rolling, which was a great topic. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've been noodling on since then is specifically the weekly review. And we've talked about the weekly review before, um, but I really want to look at breaking it up and breaking it down um, because weekly reviews to me seem... Like, they feel like they take a lot of time to get done. And then I end up skipping it. And then I end up in the cycle of, well, I skipped it last week, so it's going to take even longer and even longer and even longer. And then I have to just reset and, and do it. And and it, then it takes absolutely forever because I haven't done it in ages. And I'm just looking at trying to figure out how I can fix that problem for myself and hopefully, you know, uh, for some of our listeners as well. Because the weekly review is important and i understand that because it you know gives me that overview of okay these are the currently active projects is there anything missing from these is there anything that's actually been done that i didn't actually mark as done frequently yes and this is one of the 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 carrots for for actually doing the review but how are Mm -hmm. we you know trying to tackle this and uh you know what are we doing absolutely and i and i know I've been doing this for years and anyone who has thought about productivity systems, um, like the review reflection part is really, really important because that's what kind of, for me, puts me back in the driver's seat of the work that is in front of me. But it's also, uh, paradoxically, perhaps the first thing that I will cancel when I am in the throes of demands of high energy work and so on. Like, it seems like the, the weekly review is the thing that I like cancel or sacrifice first, which is terrible. And I know I shouldn't. So I really like this idea of thinking about how maybe I can parcel and pack and segment the weekly review a little bit better so that I don't have to feel like I have to do the whole thing in one sitting or I could approach part of it or I could approach it in phases or across maybe different days or times and so on so that it feels more ingestible and less cancelable yes and that that is one thing uh i know to start with for me i very much thought you know like the weekly review involves reviewing all the things every week and first of all i realized i don't actually have to review everything every single week if i have things which are very inactive and you know moving like a snail it's okay to say that i only need to review those sort of once a month or so um or once every two weeks or something like that so i i mean i'm Using OmniFocus, so I, I've just modified the the repeating of those or the, the the review intervals of those because that way I know, you know, okay, this pops up and yes, it needs reviewing. Um, but otherwise, it doesn't show up. But the big thing for me was separating work and personal because mm. there are, you know, I don't want to be dealing with work outside of work where I can avoid it. But I also don't want to be dealing with personal stuff while I'm at work because 
it gets me into this weird mindset of where I then kind of end up focusing on the personal things and I should probably have been focusing on work things and everything just gets kind of messy. So for me, step one was definitely split these up. These are two separate areas of my life. Yes, there is absolutely some overlap. Yes, things come up um, in, you know, while I'm reviewing the other one um, and it, it happens and that's okay. I just write a note, throw it into the inbox for the other system and I'm I'm good to go um, because that's, you know, that's the, the approach that I've taken there because I find splitting these up both, I mean, it in some ways increases the amount of time that it takes because I, you know, I have to do a work review, so I need to get into the mindset and then do that and then I have to do the personal review. But the work one I'm doing on work time and the personal one I'm doing in my time. So mm -hmm. that also means that if I, I skip one of them, then I'm not not reviewing everything. I'm just not reviewing some things. So right. I found that that is a starting point, um, which I know I think for a lot of people is probably quite helpful. That's a really good one. Categories of content, absolutely, and how you can and how you can pull those apart. I started thinking about that uh, to not just in categories of content, but even the channels that I have. And thinking about ways that I could maybe split those up. So, and a lot of this perhaps comes down to like, what level of craft or messiness am I comfortable having? So if I look at my email inbox or perhaps, you know, to your point, Rose, that email inbox versus that email inbox, uh, as compared to my task manager inbox, as compared to a physical inbox, as compared to the notes in a notebook or um, you know, a stack of note cards that I've taken across the week, which of these various different like channels of, of content coming in, um, do I feel needs the most attention where it comes to you know, re review? And I mean, I guess that's very much around the, um, you know, getting clear, uh, part of, of the weekly review. And, and we can put a link to show notes into the you know, traditional ways of, of looking at, um, a weekly review from a, from a, uh, getting things done or GTD perspective. But I, I've, I've found that if I think about things in that way on a, on a per channel basis and in, in, to your point, Rose, there's a, there's an inherent amount of, um, you know, work versus personal or categorical separation that, that naturally occurs out of that. Like I don't have a whole lot of, uh, work things that show up in my physical inbox upstairs, for example, because that's usually where you know mail is collected or notes from um, my kid's school or or calendar activities and so on. That's this kind of thing that collects there. Whereas on my desk in my workspace, if I have notes in my notebook, yeah, that's probably very much related to my professional life. Um, so thinking of of, of categorical as well as as channel has helped me sort of think. Okay, if I devote time to um, getting this particular inbox cleared or this particular set of notes uh, cleared, processed, and the things that are associated to that, then, you know, reviewed and refreshed, then I'm comfortable. And if there are messes in the other spots, I'm okay with that for now. Yes, and that is the thing, you know, where are you okay with things being a bit messy? Because... You know, you don't necessarily have to, you know, do all of the things all the time. And I know that sometimes starting my weekly review feels like it's a thing and it's going to make a mess and I need to, you know, finish it and tidy it up. But at mm. the same time, I found breaking it down into different steps so that I can finish a step and then, you know, go off and do something else means that I'm more likely to say, okay, I have, 
you know, 15 minutes. That means that I have enough time to review my work projects. You know, I will do that right now because I have 15 minutes before this meeting and that will allow me, you know, to go through and review, you know, those five currently active projects at work. I'm very fortunate to have a low number of active projects at work, which is why I can <laughs> use 15 minutes for that. Um, if you've got 500 projects, then I would suggest that's probably another way you need to break it down and possibly even to categorize projects or something there. But, you know, where can you, where can you make messes and feel okay with with it because at the end of the day we are you know we're humans we do make a mess and then we tidy it up and we move on and mm -hmm. that can be purely a mental thing or it can be physical as well depending on your system and you just have to figure out you know where are you okay putting a pin in something and holding on to it for a little while and then coming back to it later for sure like and i mean I, i'm sure this is true of a lot of people but i'm the kind of person who will have three things to do um, but I'll think about them 10 times each and then have this illusion of the fact that, that I have now have 30 things to do. And so for me, what, what gravitates me most to the weekly review is that that is the time for me to, um, settle myself down and really define what the things are that are in front of me that ought to be in front of me. And so if I'm going to parcel it out or, and, and, and break it into chunks, I would say that, you know, as much as I romanticize this idea of like, um, you know, putting on a nice cup of tea, holding the cup with two hands and sitting down to quiet music for a three hour weekly review in which I'm going to now become master and commander of all things in my life. That's not going to happen. So if, if I picture um, what is problematic for me and what would make the weekly review most attractive to me right now to help solve, I think that helps direct my attention appropriately to, to the, to the portion um, that maybe needs the most focus. So to your point, Rose, like about the, these are the five projects that, you know what, like if I only have 15 minutes, I'm going to spend it on these five projects because I know that spending a little bit of time reviewing them, making sure that they are properly defined, that the things that are done are marked as such. So I never have to see them again, that the things that are open are either, you know, pulled forward so that they have my attention for the next you know, week or so, or they're pushed back because they don't need my attention for the next week or so. Um, and that if there are actions missing, uh, that I'm taking the time to record those. So, I mean, that's an, that's an example of how I, I might say, you know, I, I feel like I don't have a good grip on something. What is the something? Okay. That's what's going to get my attention. So maybe that's reviewing a subset of projects. Maybe that's clearing a particular inbox. Maybe that's uh, doing a brain dump and getting material out, or maybe that's looking at a bunch of notes that already are and clarifying them uh, so that they can be later organized. Um, I, I think that thinking about things from the perspective of what is causing me emotional or intellectual pain right now and how can I best relieve that if I'm only giving myself you know a set amount of time to to operate within yes and I one of the things that definitely links to this for me are what are the implications of doing versus not doing the review because this is very much carrot and mm. stick okay so not doing the review immediate carrot I have whatever time the review would take back to do things but then the stick is uh, what's in my system? Do I know that everything that should be in my system is in my system and the, the stuff that's in my system should be in my system? Um, and all of those other things. And do I know that the most important projects that I have are actually, you know, on track the way that they should be, or are they may be going a little bit off the rails? And that mm -hmm. uncertainty is most definitely a stick 
that comes with the not doing of the review. And so I, I, I've, I've definitely been looking at these things and, you know, making a little note of, you know, what's the good stuff that comes out of the review versus what's the good stuff that comes out of not doing the review. Um, <laughs> and I found one of the things that is very much a reason for me not doing the review is because my systems are not necessarily where they should be. So it is going to take a bit longer, um, which means that I've actually just been setting like a 20 minute goal every day to review projects. Um, and I've just, you know, said, okay, you know, I'll, t I'll make a note when I've reviewed a project um, and just go through and actually just spend some time defining, okay, what are the goals for this project? Um, what does this mean? Um, and things like that. And going through and, you know, doing a per project brain dump, basically, um, of stuff mm -hmm. that needs doing related to this. Because once I'm on top of things, then the weekly review takes considerably less time. And so it's that hurdle of getting stuff into good shape so that then doing the review is both, you know, it's not it's not a huge time sink, but also it is very definitely a reward because, you know, everything, you know, everything's here, everything's in place. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to add this this task here and I'm going to check off these three tasks and I'm good and I'm done and that's it. You know, the, the review section of my weekly review, uh, you know, the project review is done. I'm, I'm good. You know, I want it to be more carrot than stick. Uh, so trying to figure out what what makes it sticky. Um, is definitely an important part because <laughs> sticky is both, you know, the stick that, you know, you're being poked with, but also where you're getting stuck. That's that's very true. I mean, the best way to keep the volume of demand of yourself in the context of a weekly review down is by having, at least for me, having a, a bit of a daily discipline about like you said, of, you know, a daily, how am I chipping away at this? Um, or daily routines that say like, okay, I'm going to make sure that I am, um, you know, processing some inboxes or, or what have you a certain amount so that at the end of each day, I am hopefully leaving myself with a minimized mess that I carry forward into some sort of weekly review state. So what am I doing to clean up after myself a little bit more uh, day by day um, and, and to manage myself um, as well, which is, which is tough. Um, and I think as part of what you said there about having, you know, a system that is set up to support you. One of the things that I struggle with a lot is remembering because it's easy to forget. And I think it's attractive to me to have this sort of immutable system into which everything must then be able to fit. But remembering that it is not immutable, that everything changes, that everything um, ad adapts and evolves as ideas, as projects, as intended outcomes, and so on. And so reminding myself that I have permission to rename my projects. I have permission to rename the groups that I use to contain various different projects and the tasks within them. I, I can do that um, because a lot of times I find myself you know, struggling to you know, properly find a home for certain tasks, or I'm struggling to figure out, you know, how to think about a particular project when I'm reviewing and reflecting on it. And a lot of times it comes down to the fact of I've, I've, I've named it incorrectly or mm -hmm. I, or the name or its current naming 
is no longer reflective of its reality. It's reflecting a reality that was true two, three weeks ago, but is not true now. Or the outcome has changed. Or that project doesn't even really exist anymore and has been replaced by this other one. And so I think um, reminding myself that I don't just have to like arrange all of the pieces that are in my system like Lego building blocks and put them together somehow, I can also change what the pieces even are. And, and so taking the time to um, redefine uh, some things is, is not bad. So I found myself doing this, this parceling where the first thing I will do is go through my list of projects and say, uh, do these need to be redefined at all? Cool. That's sweep one back to work. Later, I'm coming back. Okay, I've, I've redefined what all these projects even are. Now, what tasks are in them? And are those still valid or do those need to be updated? Cool, back to work. And then come back again for wave three of, okay, what isn't in these projects now? Like, what have I missed? Um, okay, cool, add those in, back to work. And then uh, the final wave would be, okay, so now I have a, a, a refreshed view of these projects the tasks in them are are valid and up to date. Which ones do I say now? Which ones need to be put like on a calendar because they actually have to occur at a particular time? And which ones can I hide from view because I don't need to see them until some sort of future date? So yes. I found that like sort of four-step process of like define the project, refresh the task, add what I need. And then and then pull forward and push back um, has been helpful. I really, really like that. I'm definitely going to be stealing that. I have a uh, hibernation tag, which is something that I recently added. And basically it means this project is most definitely, it's not a someday maybe. It's just that right now is not exactly the right time for it. It is going to happen in the not too distant future. And I, I need to still be able to easily capture things for it and so on. But I just need to say, hey. You know, don't feel bad that you're not moving the needle on this project. It mm -hmm. it exists. It's here, but you're not working on it. And for that, I have my hibernation tag. Um, so, you know, as a, it's like a little dormouse where it goes to sleep in the winter. You know, <laughs> if a project's hibernating, there's no specific time for it to wake up necessarily. It You know, and it'll get reviewed. Um, but it just means that I, I, I have an extra little thing because, you know, one of the parts of review is you know, oh, I've not moved the needle on this project in a while. And uh, I found that was, you know, making me feel bad and making me skip review um, because I was trying to take too much on and do too much at once. And okay, I need these things around so I can capture stuff for it and so that I know that, you know, when I get there, I can get stuff done. But for stuff where I don't know specifically, this is going to be active from this day forward. I, I'm just hibernating things. Um, and that's working really, really well. Um, and combined with that, uh, something else that I am doing is I'm shuffling when I review. So usually projects and so on will come up in the same order every time you look at them. And this kind of builds a habit or a series of patterns in your head of, yeah, and after this, I have this. And it means that if you have negative feelings associated with one project, you know, assuming it's a project that you can't get rid of, so you have to keep it around then you're going to end up transferring some of that to the project before it and maybe some extra positive feelings to the project after it. 
because the one before, oh no, the other thing's coming up next. So what I've been doing is, actually, it's really simple. I've just been clicking on things in a random order. I should probably, you know, at some point build a little script that just presents things in a different order for me so that I, I process each each project just in a random order. But I've just been clicking at random, you know, close my eyes, click. Okay, this is the project I'm looking at now. Um, and that has not necessarily been helping, but certainly I've, you know, it's, it's added a little bit of fun um, to things. And it means that, you know, I'm not always thinking of things in the same order, which is definitely a good thing. If you're going to do multiple passes through your projects, then it means that you will approach it slightly differently every time. It's, you know, all the things are still on the map. Um, and you can still go from A to B to C to D, but you don't necessarily have to go through B and C to get to D. You know, you can you can take a shortcut or a, a long way around to get there. And the fact that you can do that gives you the opportunity to see different things when you're doing that because you're coming from a slightly different perspective. That's so good. I really like the the hibernation. I am taking that 100%. I think... Uh, one, of, one of the parts of the value of the weekly review too is to remind yourself not just what projects need to happen and occur, but like you said, like which ones need to be presented to me. Like when I, when I have done a full weekly review, what I want is a system that if I say, I don't know what to do right now, the system is going to give me some good choices based on some predefined you know, elements of tagging availability and so on. Right. So these projects may still be live and may still need to occur, but do I need them to show up when I'm asking my system, Hey, what should I work on right now? And yeah. and, and the answer is no. I really like that. Like just, we're just going to force hibernate that. And then on a weekly basis, I'll look at what is hibernated and say, do I need to wake this puppy up or, or do I let a sleeping dog lie? Um, yeah. And I think um, combined with that, what you said about like the list of projects, again, I, I forget and assume some sort of level of immutability in, in my system. And I, and I must remember that like, no, it, it, something as simple as dragging and dropping and reordering the projects within a folder, for example, or the task order within a project, um, that, that, that very simple and obvious activity gives me so much sense of control in my own agency over the work in front of me and can help me reflect the level of importance that I am assigning to these given things on a regular basis. It doesn't have to be organized the way it is because that's the way it was organized. Mm -hmm. It can be organized the way I want it to be right now based on what I need right now. And foreseeably for the week ahead because we're talking about a weekly review here. So these, these, these seemingly simple little things I find very easy to forget, uh, very hard to remember. Um, but these, these, these approaches that you've talked about to help remind me, uh, oh boy, that's, that's, that's really good stuff. <laughs> well, there we go. This is a therapy session for us both because I'm stealing from you and you're stealing from me. And that's how productivity works, right? It's all about, you know, sharing things um with each other um but that also means sharing things with yourself and one of the things that i have fallen into the trap of doing time and time again is saying it's review time not it's weekly review time or it's monthly review time or quarterly review time or biannual review time or annual review time no it's just review time and trying to cram all of my reviews into one session 
how many weekends have I spent trying to do all of the reviews at once and ending up just sitting there binge watching a TV show because it feels like way too much work? Uh, the answer is too many, um, because it is so tempting to just group everything together because Sure, you should do your weekly review every week and you do your monthly review once a month and you schedule it on the same day so it's all part of the review and you're just going to sit down and do a review, right? And, you know, clearing your inbox has to happen before both of those, so sure, you're checking off multiple things at once. But guess what? Your monthly review takes longer than your weekly review, your quarterly review takes longer than your monthly review, and so on. And then you end up with this whole thing of, oh gosh, I need to take a week off work to review. Um, and you, that, that's a lot of work. So I have found, I definitely need to split things up, ideally put things on different days. Um, you know, so if, you know, if it's the beginning of the month on Friday, then maybe I will move my weekly review from Friday to Thursday, or I will do my monthly review on the Monday. Um, but I definitely try to not do everything all in one chunk, because this also means you need a bigger block of time. If you just look at it from the perspective of I'm going to sit and I'm going to do my weekly review from zero to done and I'm going to do my monthly review from zero to done, that is two blocks of time where they're now stuck together and ooh, that that's going to be longer and you've got meetings and you wanted to walk the dog and eat food today and maybe actually do the washing up for once in a while um, and, and so on. And so you end up going, oh, well, that's going to take a good couple of hours. I'm just not going to do it. Um, mm -hmm. and so splitting things up, you know, from this perspective as well, don't, don't, you know, concatenate all of your reviews necessarily, but instead split them up so that you don't have to do everything at the same time can be extremely powerful. Absolutely. And, and thinking about, <laughs> thinking about the way you're thinking about a thing, um, how can you make that an attractive thing to do and not a scary thing to do or a seemingly impossible thing to do. And, and so um, if, if an aspect of this is repelling you or me, <laughs> why, why I need to think about why that is like, am I, am I setting myself up to fail? Because I am, I am trying to attack a seven hour long problem in a half hour window. Am I, you know, looking at a body of work that I am not prepared to do because I don't have the energy? Uh, am I, am I insufficiently parceling out ways that I could uh, approach it? Am I, is the timing right? Right? Like, is, am I trying to do Monday frame of mind things on a Thursday? Um, th these are good questions to ask so that when, um, when I try to plan ahead to set myself up for success with, with breaking apart a weekly review, uh, how am I looking about how I've set myself up incorrectly in the past? Yes. And that is the thing, you know, you, you're trying to set yourself up for success here. So if you've got 30 minutes, guess what? Set a 30 minute timer, see what you can do in those 30 minutes and then pick, pick a, pick a chunk of it and do that. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I like the idea of break, breaking the weekly review down into into different chunks, you know. So, okay, one of the things I, I should do before I do my weekly review is process my inbox. Okay, so I'm going to process my inbox and guess what? I've still got 25 minutes left of my 30-minute timer. Congratulations to you if that's the case. My inbox is going to take a very long time to get on top of, but I'm working on it. <laughs> um, you know, so 25 minutes. Okay, I can review my top five projects right now. Good. I'm going to review my top five projects. I've got 10 minutes spare. You know what? I'm going to go get a drink, go to the bathroom, stretch, watch a quick YouTube video, and then I'll 
I'll do the meeting and I'll be in a good frame of mind for the meeting because I won't be super stressed about having tried to cram seven hours of work into a 30 minute slot. And then I'm going to come back. And that's the thing. You know, if you've got time limits, you, you just got to work with them. Um, mm-hmm. But you can break it down into into those smaller chunks and then come back to it. Um, and totally. if you don't get everything finished, if you don't manage to process every single item in your inbox, you don't manage to review every single project, that's okay, providing you know what you've done. Because obviously, if you've processed your inbox, then or processed tasks that were in your inbox, then those tasks should disappear from your inbox once they're processed, right? And things that you've reviewed, there should be a note that you've reviewed them, or it should be marked as reviewed so it doesn't pop back up. So that then when you come back to that, hopefully later that day, then you'll know, okay, well, you know, these are the things that are left pending for me to do. But just trying to get something done is a start. Yeah, uh, totally. And, and like to your point, if you have to leave off partway through, the one the one last thing I might say is is a little note to self there. Like I, even as, as simple as I reviewed, you know, 15 out of the 48 things that were in my inbox and I had to stop. But here are some of the thoughts that I had leaving off so that I've got like just sort of a little bookmark for myself that I can try to come back to that state of mind that I left in um, to try and help myself pick it back up later as well. Um, Because there is no doubt that, you know, if I am in a particular place with reviewing or processing certain things um, and then have to depart that for a meeting or another body of work or another commitment, or just because namaste, I'm done. Um, I will certainly leave the mindset um, that I was in behind as well. So um, picking uh, picking that back up can be really hard, particularly if I'm not uh, real present in that mode of thinking or with those thoughts uh, at the forefront of my mind that I had when I was doing that work. So I, I, I like journaling just a little bit, even right in the context of my inbox itself, uh, to say, hey, when, when you go to pick this back up again, here are some of the things that you might want to have in mind because you've got them in mind right now, uh, Scotty. So future you may want to think about these things when it comes back. Yes. And that's the thing, you know, you're trying to be kind to your future self here. You want your future self to be able to just get on with the things and do the things and not feel like past self has actually been out to sabotage you because you're not out to sabotage yourself. You are just trying to get through your life and do all the things that need doing. Um, So doing little things like, you know, just grabbing a post-it and noting things down to yourself um, is a great way of getting it all done. Um, And so I would highly recommend that as an approach because even if it's just, hey, you know, last week the weekly review was really tricky because this project is clearly causing, you know, some some angst because I've got a whole bunch of things um, that I, I need to, you know, process. Then, you know, you can come back to that and look at that and go, what you, you know what, I'm going to schedule a little time on my calendar to handle whatever this is. Or it's just mm. a heads up for yourself. And that's the thing. You want to give yourself a heads up for all of these things so that at the end of the day, it doesn't feel like somebody's been playing whack-a-mole and whacking you on the head with a hammer. You know, you, you're there, you're, you're doing your tasks, you're doing your reviews, and you've broken it down to the point where you can actually get it done so you can build it up and just get on with it. And then at the end of the day, feel good about what you're doing and what you're not doing. Be the hammer, not the mole. Because you're wielding the hammer, so don't hit yourself in the head with it. That's right. (laughs) 
Oh, I feel better. I feel ready. I feel ready. I feel ready to take another another crack at this because I know I need to do this very very badly. So now now I feel ready to do um, not all of it. I feel ready to do part of it though. Yes, and that's the thing. Part of it is better than none of it. That is what we have to remember. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that pretty much rounds up our episode for this week, doesn't it, Scotty? Uh, it does. And uh, like I say, I, I'm I'm feeling a great sense of um, uh, of readiness now to to attack this thing. So thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Well, thank you for my personal therapy session as well. And hopefully our listeners have enjoyed it as well. Uh, if you have enjoyed this, uh, then please do feel free to let us know. You can find all of the episodes of Nested Folders at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you would like to support the show, you can get a bonus episode every single month where we answer listener questions specifically. Uh, and uh, we will be doing a challenge in the not too distant future, or we are doing a challenge as we uh, uh, as we record this pretty much um, and mm-hmm. that's found, all the info for that is available at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested and if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter you can do that we are at nestedfolders Scotty where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I may be found at heyscottyj.com or by the same name uh, also on Twitter at heyscottyj Rosemary Orchard where might people find you? I am at rosemaryorchard.com and I'm also Rosemary Orchard on Twitter and micro.blog. So you can find me in those places as well. Awesome. We'll be back in two weeks, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Take care, Rose. Bye.